In this presentation, we will take a look at an example of insurance deduction related to a sole proprietorship. Here is our example schedule C. We have the profit and loss. We've been entering information into it. We currently have the net income at 10,554. We don't currently have anything related to insurance. Insurance on line 15. That's what we'll be concentrating on here. This is our information that we've been using to input that. And we have the income statement that we can input and we have the trial balance format of it. There's the 10,554 here. Now note on the income statement, we don't have anything in insurance expense. That's why we didn't include it in uh, the tax return. Now most businesses will have some type of insurance expense, possibly liability insurance, just in terms of general liability insurance. So we typically would think that there would be some kind of insurance expense. The reason it might not be on the income statement or what we might want to set up in terms of a format for adjustments related to taxes or any other type of adjusting entries, or in other words, the standard adjusting type entry for insurance, is to actually put it on the books as an asset when we purchase or buy the insurance and then to expense it as we go. So we're just going to give an example of this adjusting entry. This is more of an accrual type entry. This is how we typically would deal with prepayments. Uh, with regards to generally accepted accounting principles. And this is where one of those areas where the tax code tends to default more towards uh, an accrual method for things like insurance. So we're going to use and give an example of the allocation of a prepaid insurance out. Now, you might be in the type of company, if you were doing the insurance and doing the books, you might have insurance expense down here, and it might be on the income statement. And in that case, you'd want to look at it and say, well, is some of this insurance expense prepaid? Do I, is it too high? Should some of it be applied to the premiums in the later months? Now, we're just going to run it as if it was only a year's worth of insurance, which isn't like a, a, a lot of prepayment, but it'll give us an example of how this basically uh, prepayment, prepayment adjustment type of entry can work. The reason we usually record it as a prepayment first when we make the payment, if we were to set up our bookkeeping pro properly or to set it up for adjusting entries, the normal way would be to say every time you make a payment for insurance, put it into prepayment rather than insurance expense because then we can go through the prepayment, which is a permanent account, and make periodic adjustments. So that's why you might want to set up a system to put the insurance payments into a prepayment account and then adjust them possibly just yearly at the end of the year when you make the adjustment or you can put them into insurance expense and make the adjustment at the end of the year you also might want to break out the different types of insurance because you might have different treatments for them for example uh, the liability insurance and the auto insurance you might want to break those out because you'll recall that the auto insurance would fall under here with the auto expenses and we have used the uh, mileage method, which should include part of that. So if we grouped all the insurance together, then we'd have to go in and make some adjustments to break them out. So you might want to make sure that you record different line items for different types of insurance so you can determine uh, which ones are deductible and how to, how to deal with those items. We're going to assume this one's basically liability insurance here. So we have it in the prepayment amount. Now we got to determine how much of this insurance is allocated to this year. And we're going to say that we're going to pretend that we only got the insurance basically at the end of the year. So we'll say that it covers October, November, and December. But it's a year policy in the current year. It's a year policy, but it only covers three months in the current year. The rest of it is going to be applied to 
policy or a coverage in the following year. So in 2018, this 11,000, only 3,000 is going to be actually used through the insurance coverage for October, November, December. The rest of it will be used in the following year, 2019. So we're going to say 11,000 then divided by 12 months because it's a year's policy, one year policy times three. That's the amount that we're going to say is deductible in the current year. And then what's left over, this amount minus the, the amount we paid, amount we paid, is 8250 That will still be prepaid that we'll then allocate to the next year when it's actually due. So we'll see a journal entry related to this, and then we'll do it in this kind of format over here. Notice as we think about this item, uh, it's something that we wouldn't see on the income statement if the prepayment was done in this way because the income statement's not going to reflect the balance sheet account. So insurance is another one of those items we probably just want to have in our mind on our list of things to just check off. Did, is, insurance, is insurance there? Have we done the insurance? Is there any adjustment we need for insurance? In other words, if we don't see insurance on the income statement, and we know this company, most companies have some type of liability insurance, or if they don't, we should ask them about it and say, hey, do you, I mean, if we're the tax preparer, do, do you have liability insurance? Because if you do, we, we want to make sure to deduct that and or look at the balance sheet if it's available, of course, and see if there's an account for prepaid insurance. And if that's the case, then we'll, we'll go into this. Okay, so we'll make this adjustment. So this is going to go down. So I'm going to copy this. I'm going to put that on the bottom. We'll do this with journal entries and then we'll see it, you know, if you don't do the journal entries, then you could see it just in terms of adjusting the income statement. And the other side is going to go to insurance expense. So insurance expense is going to be down here somewhere. There it is. We didn't make it yellow. The whole thing's yellow. whole thing has questions. And then I'm going to take this equals the 11,000 divided by 12 times 3. That's the same calculation we just did. And then that's the debit and credit. Now, after we do this, we it should do what we expect it to do, meaning insurance should go up by this amount, and we should be left with the amount in prepaid that we had just calculated. Let's see if that is indeed the case. So we're going to take the insurance expense. It's going to be down here. The non-yellow insurance expense is right there. And that's going to increase by the expense, of course, of the 2007. So there that is. That made net income uh, go down out of balance by the 2750. And then we'll say the other side will be prepaid. And that'll bring this down and put us back in balance. So what's left in prepaid then is, of course, the 11,000 divided by 12 times if there was there's 12 months in the year three months have been used up so times nine months that will be left in 2019 so that's how many months are left in prepayment that will be consumed in 2019. now of course we see the same information over here so insurance has now been updated so we can if, if we're just using the income statement we could say okay we've adjusted this one so going to put a note adjusted for insurance consumed or used in 2018 right so it's the, it was paid for and consumed and used in 2018 obviously if we consumed it we must have 
paid for it because that's how insurance works. We have to prepay the insurance typically, unless there's some weird type of insurance we have, which may include health insurance these days, the way it's going. But in any case, most of the time you have to prepay the insurance. That's how insurance works. So we're going to go back over to our information here and we're going to put that in this line item now. So here we have it, the 2750, that makes our adjusted, our net profit at uh, 7,804. If we pull that over to our information here, we're at 7,804. So notice how we're going through these items and we're adjusting them basically one by one. And in this format, we're always kind of sure, we're always confident that we're not redoing the whole thing. We don't have to read data input the whole thing. Why would we have to read data input the whole thing sometimes? because something becomes out of balance. We don't see how this ties out. And the only way to fix it is to re-enter the whole thing. We're doing it systematically here so that we just make one change at a time. So hopefully that never happens to us and we don't have to re-enter the whole thing, but can still uh, push forward and do the data input as we go.